0: Hello and welcome to the Venus and Vesta Evolutionary Astrology Podcast. And now on episode 72, I'm talking about the second half of December 2023. And I kind of felt like there was Neptune turning direct at the beginning of December. felt like there was this portal being opened up for interdimensional travel and and thought and, and sort of conscious messaging. You know, even people unrelated to astrology were talking about how since, say, 2012 um, or even, um, you know, when in 2012, when we started the new timeline, when we finished the great year and started again. And maybe that's when we had the end to linear time. Time was not the same anymore. And perhaps people are saying it happens at harmonic convergence which was in 1987 and the palladians talk a lot about that when we go into a photon band and things start to change for earth a brand new consciousness so there's these ideas sort of shifting around that we are moving anyway in that way but just recently I've heard people talk about it in a much more proper way and they're not even aware of the astrology that's sort of encouraging it as well as I see it and as I have spoken about with Neptune at the head of that kite on and off throughout August up till November And it has been phrased that this idea of our consciousness expanding, this dimensional shift, is that the earth is splitting. Uh, this is one way of putting it. And the earth is putting that some people are preferring to stay here earthbound and um, very much in, in density uh, and with the karmic wheel. They've got things to address. So it's not, you know, no sense to them. they've got stuff they have to deal with before they can move on. It's a fairly dense reality. Whereas on the other hand, there's people who want to expand and to grow and have become aware of their um, the spirit, the living spirit within. And they want to take on that new reality going into the fourth and the fifth dimension. And of course, currently we are in living in the third dimension. And in that third direction, you do notice it now. Once when, when you become aware of it and you see some people living in the paradigm of slavery, drudgery, hierarchical servitude and of low self-worth, and I mean low self-worth in terms of not understanding their power, not in their feeling bad about themselves kind of thing, and Others there seem to be totally free and open to new ideas and opportunities, and a sort of uh, very um, untrustworthy in the government and the powers that be that are running the other paradigm. And there's obviously a scale of that on people at each end, and the scale. But there's a definite demarcation There's a definite demarcation line in the middle for those who people are understanding. There's a new Earth possibility, and others thinking this is it, and I've got to work my way through this. And and so there's me expecting something to happen. But my best friend just sent me an excerpt from an email that she received from these money market people uh, trying to get her to buy crypto, I'm sure. But it says in the email that um, she received it's they're pronouncing that there's going to be a big cyber takedown of the financial system and the elites know this is about to happen and they've been storing and uh, prepping and we know about preppers anyway really waiting for something bad to happen but these guys apparently in this email it says they've been storing 10 years worth of food in their bunkers so let's see what is going to happen. But um, I doubt it would happen in the way uh, those preppers are expecting. But who am am I? I'm I'm open to suggestions. So please hit me up with some of those ideas or thoughts or, um, you know, things that you've received that are relevant to this idea of this earth consciousness expanding and going beyond where we currently are. So, Right now, I've been feeling this shift, this being aware of people talking about it much more and this um, split, potential split. It might not be a split. Maybe I feel like we've all got to go together. But in the second half of December, um, I did notice and I feel that Mercury, Venus and Mars and Neptune are all being fairly disruptive with a variety of aspects that they're creating and this kind of disruption, it's like it's not horrible disruption, but it is kind of in your face. Let's get this out the way. And it felt to me like they are deconstructing something or deconstructing the ideas, the situations around us that cannot exist in the new paradigm that is unfolding. So that was kind of my thought, my overriding thought for the second half of December because of these aspects that are going through. And I'll take you through them because. I left the last episode, uh, no, the second to last, where we were talking about the first two weeks of December. And we finished on the Mercury going retrograde straight after the Sagittarius new moon on the 13th. So I'm going to pick up after that. So because on the 14th, here's the sun making an, at one of these fruity aspects. So the sun is making a trine on the 14th of December to the north node. And that's the north node, our destiny point. That point where the moon crosses, um, not the moon. Yeah, the moon crosses the elliptic. So we get this crossing point, the south and the north node. The north node is where we are heading. It's at 23 degrees uh, in Aries and the sun reaches 23 degrees in Sagittarius. So two um, fire signs. And so this represents with the sun coming up, this vital force of the sun in extra Sagittarius this is like a positive blast of enthusiasm for you got to really go for it what's what lies ahead I'm ready I'm going I'm eager and this is where we should go for our personal endeavors because the north node is in Aries the self and it's going to be what's been there for six months already but Another year of the North Node in Aries and the Aries is the self and the ego. It's down to you and no one else for taking responsibility for your future. So this is might seem selfish and yes, but, you know, there's going to be other times, especially when the North Node moves into Pisces, when you'll be having to think of other people. So now is the time with the North Node. Go for what you want. Um You know, as individuals in the Aries, we are supposed to be driving our own boss with what we want on the bus and to where we want it to go. And so the sun in Sag is just giving us this extra energy to do what the hell we want to do and go for our dreams. You know, remembering that Sagittarius arrow is always pointing upwards. And of course, the south node opposite the north node is in Libra. And those are the times when we've had to compromise ourselves for someone else or for the greater good or for what it might so that it, we create harmony so that um, we've given up of ourselves with the south node in um, Libra. So north node in Aries is really going for it now. And there'll be a couple of these aspects hitting the North Node. So um, and as I've mentioned in the Mercury retrograde, this is a time to get active, to get things happening. There's no rest here in this um, Christmas period in throughout December. So then that's that's the 14th when the sun trines with the North Node. Then on the 15th, Mars, um, you know, we'll (laughs) be Mars extra energy Mars in Sagittarius is going to be trying to Chiron Chiron the wounded healer and they're at 15 degrees Chiron's also in Aries and again this you know this is like a burst of enthusiasm to get straight to the point straight cut cut through all the layers of ideas themes issues and just go straight there And of course, because this is Chiron, Mars's knife is delivering straight into the inner child, straight into that inner wounding, that deep sensitivity that we may have in this position. Um, And therefore, that Mars energy coming in, it has to kind of sense exactly and experience exactly what we were thinking or what we're feeling on a very deep level. And therefore, because it has to be exactly right with Mars to make the healing and create the desire for that healing. This is just for just for us to really, um, you know, designed so that we can evolve beyond that. Mars is here to go, yeah, this is it. So on that day on the 15th, you know, it's like if something feels like it's right for you, even though it might be slightly crazy or out there, you've got to go for it. That's on the 15th. Well, the 14th and the 15th. This is good energy to drive your desires because Mars also has much as Mars is always outwardly directed and kind of thrusting forward he has the ability to go uh uh, no and cut things off absolutely cut it off is saying are you ready to lance this tumor (laughs) to get rid of this pain come on now you can do it whereas the sun which is working with the north node So I I was was saying, look, we're going ahead. You can't take this stuff with you where we're going. So this is like this is us dropping our baggage so that we can go forward. So the planets are ready to help us move forward interdimensionally or in whatever sense. And so we get to the 16th of December and the Sagittarius sun then makes a square and a squares are kind of quite forceful, a square to Neptune. And they are both at 24 degrees, but Neptune's at 24 degrees in dreamy, (laughs) wishy-washy Pisces, creative and imaginative Pisces. So the sun is all energized and, you know, in Sagittarius, like, yeah, yeah, come on, let's do it. And full of higher thoughts and going for it. But then making this square to Neptune, it's like, whoops, whoopsie. What am I doing here? What have I done? What have I just done? Oh, my God. Am I, am I really believing that? Did I really believe that? Did I really say that? Um, am I charging ahead into worst delusion? What have I done kind of thing? That's the, the, the square energy is like, whoops. Really kind of, um, am I going to take a left turn? You know, am I going to take a left turn here? Um, Have I been confronted with lies or this delusion? Have my dreams been too much? But at at this stage, after all this energy going forward, what can you do? There's too much forceful energy moving forwards for you to sort of turn about here. It's like, oh, shit, I'm here now. There's no turning back. But it is that point where you realise, oh, shit, I've really gone now. I may have burnt my boats. And this might be a bit of a Pandora's box moment of truth, of truth here against lies, against deception, really digging deeper and finding something out, Um, accidentally coming across something with your own enthusiasm and going, whoa. And also then as well, this idea of another portal door being kicked in, and lit up like a fairground ride, it's like, whoa, I know this now, (laughs) and now I've got to go forward, I've got to go for it, I've got to jump, here I come. Because then, on the 18th, after all this kind of energy, this confusion, the 18th, Mercury retrograde actually does make a great connection with Jupiter retrograde. So they're both retrograde, and they are both in Earth signs, and they're at five degrees. So this is, Coming up close to the full moon in Cancer, which is coming up just after Christmas on the four degrees. So here we have Mercury retrograde in Capricorn still, and it's going through the details. It's going through the books, cooking the books, looking like a forensic accountant, just kind of coming through all this Capricorn business deals, unpeeling them, looking at the layers, really looking at the details. You know, this is and then it comes across expansive Jupiter retrograde in Taurus, bringing really a deeper understanding and trust and solidarity to what we're learning, what these details are really coming about. It's like Jupiter retrograde is saying you've got to feel this knowledge, got to embody this knowledge. You know, you can't just dismiss it and, you know, see how it's going to affect you physically. Whether that's gas prices, food chain issues, or the war and the genocide, you, you just can't ignore this now. And I think there will be more information coming around about uh, our bodies and uh, health care then because of this Mercury here, pulling back what on the business side, on the Capricorn side, what the data says, and on the Taurus side, and what our bodies have been saying. So then on that note then we have venus moving fast through scorpio actually quite quite speeding up and has got to 20 degrees scorpio and is therefore making an opposition to uranus it retrograde in taurus sorry not at 20 degrees can i say that again and then we get to venus who is moving fast through scorpio quite fast speeding up and uh, gets to on the 20th of December gets to an opposition with Uranus retrograde in Taurus. This is at 19 degrees Taurus and Venus at 19 degrees Scorpio. And Venus here in Scorpio can tease some of that subversive thinking out of the shadows like a temptress. Now come on, come on, you can tell me, you can show me, come on, you can do it you know, tempting you to do something naughty, definitely. And then Uranus on the opposition can really turn the lights on. Like these two together can have a party. It's like Venus in Scorpio turns up with the goodies. Look, like, here they are. I'm tempting you out here. And she's received these obviously from the black market. These are kind of contraband goods. And there is Uranus going, whoa, come on, let's make a bomb with this stuff. Let's blow this stuff. Sky high, and perhaps then, just like the cat in the hat, Dr. Zeus, cat in the hat, before you know it, you've let all the demons out and into your house, and they're running around like, like ferocious little devils. But imagine that on a global level rather than just in Sukasa. <laughs> the cat in the hat, or is it the cat amongst the pigeons, or just the cat out of the bag? All of those is what's happening now you know straight after mercury making this trine with jupiter and now with venus making an opposition venus in scorpio in the shadows making an opposition to uranus going retrograde crazy ass uranus so the two together are really going to go come on this is it So both of those aspects did remind me of all the whistleblowing that's been going on and that poor whistleblower in New Zealand who has been arrested for whistleblowing uh, and revealing the data and the data that doesn't look good. But um, this is the sort of thing that's going to fly, you know, Venus teasing out that information and Uranus going, (laughs) let it, let the world see it. Uh, But did you see that guy's little PowerPoint presentation? Not little, quite ferocious PowerPoint presentation that he was showing. Um, He said, not just the reference to whichever jib jab you may have had, but the amount of deaths per reference number, per per coding. And not only that, he's referenced the administrators of each set of coded products. So he so he can see who who's had, you know, out, you know, out of X amount of people, 20 and one of them, 25 percent of people that this person had ministered a medical thing to had died. One in four people had died from this medical uh, administrators administrating. Like, well, one in four, <laughs> you, you gave this to one in four, to four, every four people you gave it to it. One of them died. So a quarter. So I'm just saying that that's the sort of information that this guy is revealing. And it's very much about our Earth and our bodies. And it's very scorpionic. So he's got that. So it's worth watching some of what he's released. Um, And as I told you, Uranus, crazy Earth sign in Taurus, our bodies has been feeding also the Neptune dimensional shift. So you can see on this, when Neptune has been at the head of this kite, on one side has been Capricorn, um, Pluto in Capricorn. And on the other side has been this Uranus all along in Taurus. you know, really showing blowing things up here. So the fact that it's now making an opposition and I see more of this kind of thing, information coming to light and blowing up. It's not just kind of, oh, look, it's here. Uranus blows these things up big time. So that was on the 20th. And so this brings us to the solstice and to the 22nd. And also on this solstice is the Mercury Kazemi. It's a special day, an amazing Eureka day. It's brain boosting power surge of mental capacity. And perhaps, you know, the actual I was thinking that Eureka moment obviously happened in the bath and so maybe that Kazemi, maybe it happened on a Kazemi and maybe that was Kazemi was in a water sign. He needed the water to understand that. So I feel like that's was, that was very much a Mercury Kazemi in a water sign. But so this is one is in Capricorn, an Earth sign. So could it be like, have you seen this video? Have you seen it? This is like one of these like uh, info drop moments. And all these scientists are gathered around President Putin and they're going to say, look at this. Look, this is Google AI, which we all now kind of trust. Google AI, they're showing President Putin this, has determined that the picture NASA has of the moon landings is fake. They're saying because of the construct of light and dark within the picture and the shadows, etc. Uh, and all other things that obviously that Google AI can determine, um, they can see that that photo is a fake and and um, President Putin in his understated way is going, oh, that's interesting. I mean, he obviously knew that. The Russians knew that, that forever since it happened. So, um, yeah, the fact that that's that's come out, that video has just come out as well. So uh, another another <laughs> moment of Kasimi. But um, that's quite a jolly Kasimi info drop that I quite liked. And uh, but my point is that the Kazimi is going to happen in the business political world, the Mercury, Kazemi, that is, and Mercury meaning the information that it's going to let out. And so I talk about the whole Mercury retrograde through Capricorn and Sagittarius in the previous episode. So I'm not going to go into it now, but so please do listen to that because there's lots of information there and lots of ideas that we are going to be working our asses off all the way through to January. So coming back to this um, uh, where we are now, we've got to the 25th, we've got to Christmas Day. And I think there's going to be lots of bad behaviour going on around any festive lunches. The type of stuff that you cannot ignore when some of your friends, family have got a bee in their bonnet and they're displaying their not so uh, welcome, not so charming personality traits. People are going to misbehave. And all I can say is the least you can do is be prepared because on Christmas Day, Venus and Mars are acting up, shall we say. Venus is in Scorpio and as we know, be loosening up. Any any grip on testing situations or power games because Venus will be there going, come on, you can play these games as she makes a trine connection to Neptune, dissolving, ethereal, putting you in the fog, the great dissolver of boundaries, of material walls and the magical, the magical essence of Neptune. And there's Venus in, in her darkness here so she can be loosening her tongue opening up loosening the grip getting these power games moving along and and planning really opening up some of the darkness some of the shadows that's going to come out i think people are really going to be prepared to go come and this is me warts and all and this is what i think so all that lovely planning of gorgeous Christmas day with everyone coming together it could all go out the window but it's not necessarily bad in fact it could lead to so much merriment you know people are just going to let their guard down and go to hell with it let's have some fun um you know the inhibitions out the window there's no you know it's like you you can let your dark points your your you can let your beast your inner beast come out completely but I say, you know, we're prepared. We can stand back, look and learn and and allow. See see what goes on. See for yourself and report back to me. And at the same time as um, Venus in Scorpio is making this trine to Neptune in Pisces, two water signs, Mars her masculine counterpart, Mars in Sagittarius at 22 degrees will be making another trine to a a separate trine to the North Node again, that destiny point. And this is like giving us all the energy, all the chutzpah to cut through and deliver. Go, yeah, here I am and it's coming. And this could send some of those Christmas gatherings absolutely sky high. And I kind of feel, yeah, well, we've got to channel some of that energy. Maybe you're sitting next to some guy who's a, um, you know, a prodigy or some genius who's going to give you the right idea to go and put all your business plans into a place. Or you meet someone from an agency or someone that's going to help you from the news or, you know, journalists or something that could be really, really empowering and is empowering. And so. Yeah, there's, there's no relaxing over this Christmas. There's so much that we could be doing. And if we're not doing it and we're not aware of it, you know, things could kick off where we don't want them to. So what I'm saying is put all this good energy, this extra energy to good use. We're kind of closing the door here. Mars here on trying to that north node. Mars is going to go, let's not pretend that we're all a nice family and let's not have all this small talk. Let's let's talk about real issues. Let's let's really let's talk about it because we can't go back once we've said these things. The North Node destiny Point is opening that door. We've got to go through it. And it, this aspect does remind me I have a friend of a friend and she's very good chef, very good cook and she's lovely big house. A um, couple of kids having loved having dinner parties and she was having this Christmas dinner party and um, and they've been there for a few days. And they're all sitting around this grand, big, long table, might be 12 people or more, you know, quite a big do it was for Christmas. And um her, her son pipes up. You know, everyone's just about to eat. And then some pipes pipes up. He's about nine or 11. And he says, why is daddy kissing Carol's knickers by the swimming pool? <laughs> and and everyone's like, Ugh! "Um." and I've changed the name of uh, it wasn't Carol, but I can't remember the person's name. But anyway, that this little boy delivered the why, why was why was that? Why was daddy doing that kind of thing? And um, yeah. This person got up and slapped Carol around the face, and I think then went sat down and got asked them to leave. And so, um, you yeah, know, how can you imagine? But that's the sort of situation where there's no going back, and that's what I mean about the North Node Destiny Point being activated. It's thrusting us forward and to whatever reality is beckoning on the other side. And after you've delivered something like that, it, there, is, that's it. You can't go back. But it is, I think, that little scenario does sum up what I'm trying to say quite nicely so the Venus making a trine to Neptune is at 25 degrees so if you've got anything going on around 25 degrees you'll know there with the loosening of the tongue and maybe making some magic (laughs) And then at this Mars opening the door for the North Node is happening at 22 degrees. So that's in the fire sign. So if you've got anything going on around 22 degrees and also think about the square or the trine or the opposition to any of those points, you know, some of that stuff is going to be happening to you on Christmas Day. So I, I did start this episode by saying I felt that Mercury, Venus and Mars were all being fairly disruptive. They are. They're kind of really pushing buttons here and augment all those fun and games here. So then straight after Christmas. Now, it's on Boxing Day in America, but it's at half past midnight um, in the UK on Greenwich Mean Time uh, on the 27th. So uh, and also in Antipodean time. It's on the 27th too. this full moon in cancer. Um And obviously, cancer is about the family. And cancer is also as well about the huge unbridled emotions and sentiment and also the empathy and caring that we need to feel with each other throughout Christmas, which is one of the points, I think. And already we have a lot going on. Already there's an emotionally explosive situations and you've either got to stand back at the back or get stuck in there get into the ring seats but you know because some of these details are going to be quite informative what we're going to find out is going to be interesting because remember mark mercury is in retrograde and wants us to understand whatever's going on or whatever's going to be revealed and wants us to stand it from a new perspective to reconsider those things And Mercury will have now retrograded back to into Sagittarius and will be making a connection in exact. It actually retrogrades, transits over Mars at 24 degrees, uh, 24 degrees Sagittarius. And when they do that, when they meet at 24 degrees, so it's Mercury reversing over Mars, they both then make a square To Neptune, the delusional, the magical Neptune. So really, this is like, whoa, foot in mouth disease par excellence. So I have to say, I have to warn you that this is quite argumentative. People are going to come out with their stuff. Um, So it is combustible. Mars and Mercury together in Sagittarius, in a square. It's like, whoa, didn't expect that. And it could end in tears, the Neptunian tears and but it also could be the break in the delusion because you know Sagittarius is like wants to believe is gullible wants to go for the truth and there in Neptune it's the delusion so in some ways I think you know in on a global sense there could be a ceasefire a very powerful ceasefire and there could be very powerful negotiations around this time like we've never seen taking this whole gaza israel situation to another level and i mean a better level i mean breaking down what's really going on and go right that this is the only way that we can move forward you know not just another sea facade just the same as all the others and not just another re uh um, negotiation of the land or whatever they do no a proper new way forward could this could bring about so i'm i'm hopeful i'm sagittarius wise hopeful you know because this break with with this Neptune in Pisces is really a break with or giving truth to or giving hope, Sagittarian hope to anyone living in oppression or anyone living with a lack, anyone lack of knowledge, lack of education, lack of supplies, you know, and not just within our families. You know, this goes beyond. So it's Potentially, that could be happening within your family and within your Christmas dynamic, but it's also happening on a world scale. And I'm really hopeful that something really positive comes out of the Israel Gaza situation. Really, really hopeful there. Which, in a way, I think it will turn good because on the 30th of December, Jupiter, planet of expansion, planet of, you know, expansiveness and abundance, goes direct and this is a super positive shift to end the year on and to get into 2024 Jupiter moving forward Jupiter is at five degrees and that full moon I think I didn't mention is at four degrees Cancer so Jupiter at five degrees in um, Taurus is actually in a sextile to the full moon that just was so here it is suddenly then turning direct So it's like taking all the essence, all those kind of emotions and family dynamics from that full moon and forcing a change, forcing it all to go in the right direction. And of course, with Taurus, it's going to be moving diligently and with good intentions for things to be put right slowly, but surely. And I speak obviously for us personally, if you have planets or angles around the five degrees, four degrees but also thinking of the war in Palestine Gaza I'm hoping there's this also diligently positively with Jupiter moving forwards is is allowed them to have a positive shift in the right direction as well Jupiter retrograde or whether Jupiter is retrograde or direct I mean it's so opening and expansive but when it is direct the feeling of expansion is more a lesson of inward learning you know understanding and from new angles from a greater perspective what has just passed so that you grow inwardly and then when it's moving forward it's much more outward directly and you're going to see the growth you're going to see the expansion you're going to see the the achievements moving forward they're going to be obvious to the eye um it's not that when Jupiter retrogrades you there on it suddenly everything shrinks back it's just growing inwardly and in a different way and then, re- and and learning in a different way too, inwardly, rather than everyone seeing what's going on, or you seeing how well you're growing. People have seen, you know, it's it's not your failures that actually then become your successes. Well, I guess it is too, but there, Jupiter moving forward in Taurus, the Earth sign. I feel like this is a better set of support and a better set of of, of really good living conditions for anyone who's living below that poverty line or in a war situation. I think that's really positive. So this brings us up, obviously, to New Year's Eve. So I think this is really positive for New Year's Eve, all this movement forward. Now, also, there will be some naysayers because on uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Venus lovely planet Venus will now be in Sagittarius and making a square to Sirius, Saturn. Now, you know, that that might well feel like uh, you know stopping in the works of may feel like this is um, restrictive or, you know, all my happiness that I was exploring is just not going to happen. But I feel like this square is going to make some of these things, some of these good things happen you know that we're coming here venus venus is going to be newly into sagittarius so we're going to get to 3 degrees so really quite near the the jupiter as well and the and the degree of the full moon so venus is going to come in to uh, enthusiastic sagittarius and make this square to saturn in in pisces at th- 3 degrees and here the you know saturn sorry saturn and venus together I mean, they sometimes, you know, one, you know, one can be the damp squid on the other. You know, Saturn can really, you know, stop all Venus is playing. But I think here with Venus in Sagittarius, she's just so full of life here. And Saturn in Pisces is almost trying to put all that stuff right, trying to do good here, trying to, you know, with this big watery world of Pisces. So I kind of feel like them two together, there's a force here for real creativity For make things happen in the long term. So as much as it might feel like it could be restrictive, I think it gives some solidarity and some proper purpose behind any creativity. So I'm really pleased about our new year. Um, We certainly need some good times coming along. And um, as I said in the Mercury Retrograde, I think this is going to be this isn't a time to pack all your stuff away. This is the time to get out all your ideas and and your hopes, your dreams and start making your projects happen, making the connections and don't forget them and just go off and have a great time. Do, do some of your good little working behind the scenes. And I think they'll be incredibly fruitful for the new year. And uh, I hope you all have a really good Christmas. Let me know how it goes. I'll be back next week. I'm going to be talking about more about the solstice and the 12 days of Christmas and the meditations you can do over those 12 days. Um, the Christ, Christ code initiations are quite powerful. Um, so please do join me on that. And I look forward to that. Oh,